Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Blockchain Super Conference is coming to Dallas, Texas, February 16, 17, and 18 in 2018. If you know of a better way to get the latest insider knowledge about crypto, to hear directly from the top minds in this field, to interact personally with 800 fellow crypto lovers, hodlers, investors, miners, traders, developers, and founders, then I'd like to hear about it. If you don't, then you don't want to miss out. Register today for the Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Blockchain Super Conference. Go to BitcoinSuperConference.com and register today as a super early bird to get the lowest rates on tickets and hotel rooms. That's BitcoinSuperConference.com. Welcome to Almost Here, Round the Corner of Future Technology podcast with Richard Jacobs. Future technologies poised to transform our lives for better or worse are the focus of this podcast. Almost Here means these technologies are now here and starting to be used. We're just around the corner from Bitcoin to artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more. Hello, this is Richard Jacobs with Future Tech Podcast. My guest today is uh, Miguel, Miguel Cuneta, uh, co-founder at Satoshi Citadel Industries. And Miguel is uh, here with me late at night in his time, so I appreciate him coming. Miguel, thank you. Hi, thank you. Yeah, Miguel, so the name's interesting, Satoshi Citadel. What does that mean? You know, where did the name come from of your company and what's your background? Uh, yeah, it's an interesting question. Actually, um, back in 2013, there was this story on Reddit about a Citadel in the future. So it's kind of like a real joke that me and my uh, co-founder said. And, of course, Satoshi, a uh, tribute to Satoshi Nakamoto, of course. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, so that's what it is. It sounds... Uh, like a pretty formidable name, so we thought we would go with it. Yeah, and a citadel is like a fortress in case, you know, I'm not pronouncing yeah. it right and listeners can't understand. Yeah. All right, well, interesting. So, um, yeah, what do, what do you guys do there? What's the company do? Uh, well, back in 2014, we started a company um, with a merchant payment processor for Bitcoin payments. Much like BitPay, mm. that didn't stick because we soon realized that uh, back then, at least, we didn't have much... Um, users using Bitcoin to pay for, like, coffee or something, right? Right. So um, we shifted to the next obvious uh, uh, market to tackle, which is the remittance market in the Philippines. And uh, mm. to give you an idea, we're, the Philippines is the third largest um, receiver of inward remittances annually next to China and India. And um, last year, we received $27 billion from wow. the 10 million Filipinos that are working outside the Philippines. So we get about 10% of our GDP in remittances. So wow. huge industry. So we decided, you know, Bitcoin's a money transfer technology. Let's see how we can use it to um, make things easier for the people that are paying like 8 to 10% on the average um, when they send money back home. So um, we built rebit.ph, which is uh, quite a well-known um, remittance platform for sending money to the Philippines in 2014. And that was the one that we caught on. And um, uh, it grew pretty fast. Uh, the next couple of years, um, we saw transaction volumes from like I still remember our first month was like twenty thousand U.S. dollars in one month, mm-hmm. and then um, you know within uh, within a year we were doing like fifty times that. Wow. Fifty up to hundred times more than our you know, our first month. Um, this also got the attention of um, uh, some investors that wanted to uh, invest in our company. To, because of right. this uh, remittance platform. Um, can you um, 
Can you, can you, so just, you know, for clarity for listeners, a remittance is when someone from a country, you know, like the Philippines comes here for work, they work and they'll send money back home to grandmother, grandfather, and family and all that stuff. And they use That's what it is, yeah. traditionally Western Union, MoneyGram, that kind of thing. Similar so. things, yeah. And they get 10% at least on the average in a fee. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, also the time involved, from what I understand, you know, it may not be every case, but, you know, let's say I want to send money home to my grandmother in the Philippines as a go, cash it my check, then maybe, yeah, maybe like take the bus to the Western Union place, sit there, wait there, exactly. pay a fee. Then my grandmother has to go and maybe get on a bus, go to the store, pay another fee, sit there, and then get the money. And then, you know, so, uh, yeah, makes a lot That's of sense. That's exactly what happens. How much money do they send uh, each? Two hundred dollars. Right, so this is not, yeah, this is not big money, and I'm sure the people sending it don't have a lot of money to spare. So, you know, eight ten percent really eats exactly. into that money big time, right? Yep, yep. So, um, yeah, um, with Rebit, we were able to uh, create a system where, well, you can send directly uh, Bitcoin on the website, but we it kind of evolved from a customer facing, um, you know, web web app to an actual um, transfer mechanism that's invisible to the sender and the receiver. So what happened was um, there's a huge uh, Filipino remittance market from South Korea to the Philippines, and they're paying way more than 10% because of uh, capital controls in Korea. So we partnered with some Korean companies similar to ours, and them facing the customers and uh, the senders and we facing the receivers, we were able to slash the 10% in half or even more, depending on nice. what kind of payout method you want, right? So we basically turned Bitcoin into a transfer mechanism between our partners abroad. So can you step me through, how does the remittance work now under your system? Like, what are the steps and what, what happens with the Bitcoin, you know, just step-by-step you know, step actually, It's um, actually no, no different from how these people are used to doing it, except that it's cheaper and faster. So when they go to our partner there, they're essentially uh, giving their um, Korean won to our partners, and these guys send us Bitcoin. So basically turning a domestic remittance into an international remittance because um, they end up paying, still paying fees, especially uh, depending on uh, which payout methods they use. We partnered with a lot of, um, a lot of uh, institutions here that, that do remittances on a domestic level. So it's actually still cheaper when it comes from abroad. Well, take, me, um, take me through the path. So let's say, again, so uh, whether I know it or not, um, you know, I want to send money back home. So the, the, our, our partners there send us Bitcoin, and we convert that to pesos here in the Philippines and pay out any way these people want, either in a bank account or cash pickup or cash delivery or whatever service they choose. Okay, so it's fiat to Bitcoin, Bitcoin to Bitcoin, Bitcoin to fiat. That's essentially the steps, right? Yeah, that's what happens right in the middle. So basically, about, it turns um, into a settlement mechanism for us. Okay. What, what about, um, you know, if it's a very volatile day for Bitcoin, how do you guys make sure that you don't get killed on the, uh, you know, if someone sends, well, you know, Korean won and then the price of Bitcoin moves, how do you guys watch out and, you know, beat your risk? So for our customers, for our customers, we lock it in, right? So they're protected. Um, due to uh, the, the need to survive, we... We adapted pretty quickly. Um, we learned how to like liquidate really fast. We never hold on to our, our bitcoins long enough for us to be affected by um, the big swings. Although there were a couple of times that it did happen, but not enough to like you know 
heard that so much. With my finger hovering over the button to send money, um, I would guess your system probably requotes the price every few seconds to make sure that you know it's, it's good. As soon as I send it, you probably have a computerized system that gets the Bitcoin, liquidates it back to fiat, and you're done to, to hedge your risk, right? Something like that. But um, to give you an idea also what we've done uh, after Rebit, we acquired by Bitcoin.ph, which was a uh, Bitcoin startup in the Philippines. We basically absorbed them into our business. And um, a lot of the Bitcoins coming in through Rebit is used by, by Bitcoin when they sell Bitcoin. So we're trying to create this loop, um, this ecosystem, right? Uh, where people can buy Bitcoins from us, and these Bitcoins are like the ones that are coming from abroad. So, yeah, that's um, that's why we have a lot of different kinds of services. All right, so what are, um, what are some of the other services? You can help people remit. You know, uh, what else can you do? So we, recently there's been a huge demand for uh, Bitcoin, just buying Bitcoin and buying um, uh, cryptocurrencies. Um, so we're facilitating that a lot of that uh, in the Philippines. Um, we also launched a mobile wallet where people could store Bitcoins and convert it to pesos within the wallet, pay their bills, money to anyone uh, with you know in the Philippines. And um, uh, what else? Uh, buy a mobile airtime credit through the app. Oh, so it's a wallet that has extra features, so they can, is that yeah, what it is? It's a wallet where they can wallet. store Bitcoin, but do other stuff too? Yeah, they can convert it to fiat within the app. Um, they could pay their bills, they could uh, do a bunch of other things. So, um, really? Oh, man, we don't even have that here in the U.S. Well. <laughs> yeah, actually, um, it's a growing number of users. Like, we're seeing um really big number of new users. Um, I know for a fact that there are over a million users now of uh a similar um, Bitcoin wallet in the Philippines. Um, there's a couple of other players in the scene. Um, so yeah, you can definitely feel it like on the street if you ask a guy, you know, if you know anything about Bitcoin, you can see that a lot of people actually know about it now. So it's a good sign. <laughs> That's really cool because, um, you know, and, and I may be ignorant, but in the U.S., um, you have to find a fiat gateway you know, and then you got to get the money into your bank, and then you can spend it. Or maybe, you know, you can get a, a a card, but you have to, again, get the money back into fiat and then send it to your card, and it's kind of clunky. But a wallet that also yeah, has so an integrated is really cool. That's great. The reason why this happens is because um, in the Philippines, 80% of people don't have bank accounts. Um, wow. Only 3% of the people have credit cards. Um, oh. So... Yeah, it's it's pretty bad situation when it comes to like financial, you know, inclusion and and all these things. Um, so a lot of these people are just using an app to do all these banking services using uh, using Bitcoin in the back. Yeah, technology is on the rise. Like there's a uh, the fastest growing smartphone usage in in the region, in the Philippines, and uh, you know, I think it's a kind of a perfect storm. You know, what's interesting is that you know. Um, I only learned about the unbanked and the underbanked, you know, through my interviews. Um, mm -hmm. But it's funny, in countries like the Philippines, you said 80% of the people don't have a bank account. And it's, they they actually, the solution is not to give them a bank account. The solution is for them yep. to just leapfrog over it and, you know, use Bitcoin and have this uh, mobile money on their phone, which is really cool. It's like the jump from uh, yeah, landlines to cellular, you know. 
Yeah. Very cool. That's exactly what's happening, I think. That's uh, there's going to be a, a big shift into, like, digital you know, mobile wallets. So what, what have you noticed that this does culturally? What's it like to be in a culture where, you know, most people, I would guess in the Philippines it was cash transactions for the most part, and now it's moving to more mobile stuff. You know, what have you seen culturally? What's interesting to you or, or curious that, you know, perks your ears up? And uh, what do you see being on the ground there? So, yeah, you're right. It's 98% of the transactions in the Philippines are done in cash. Um, a lot of people, if they see, if they think of money, they, they have to hold on to it. It's not yeah. real money if it's digital, something like that. Um, but you can see you can see a, a lot of the young people, it's different, right? And we're a very, our population's um, average age is 24. So I think there's going to be a, a, a quick in, from that cash uh, dependency to to digital, just because of you know technology and, and, and technological adoption and how it works, right? Um, yeah. So you got people tired of you know how banks gouge us with fees. Like one of the biggest banks in the Philippines charges you for moving money from one account to another, same person, that kind of thing, yeah. right? So yeah. yeah, it's 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 interesting because I think this cash dependency will just you know there's going to be a quick turnaround for this. Well, I mean, some of the benefits I can just think of with mobile money is it's harder for you to get robbed because you don't have cash on you. So I guess it would make it safer. That's true. Um, you know, depending That's true. on how your phone is secured, uh, I think it would be a great way to, uh, you know, to transport your own money yeah. and have it with yeah. you. That's For really sure. cool. How, how sure. is uh, adoption in the Philippines? How many um, businesses are starting to accept, you know, mobile mobile payments? Or are they still mm. clinging to uh, cash only? For Bitcoin, you know, not a lot. It's not, it's not, it's not there yet. But you can see a lot of uh, similar fintech, you know, kind of like mobile money apps from the big telcos um, or uh, you know from the big uh, bank players, like their own app, that kind of thing. So there is definitely you know this shift to to using digital stuff um, as pay, digital as payment, and similar to what I think China happened to China. Hmm. Okay, very interesting. Um, any other, uh, I mean, that's, that's a great product, you know, the wallet that integrates the ability to spend. What, what other products yeah. do you have in the works or what's coming out for you guys in the next six months or a year? Um, the biggest thing I, I think would be uh, the Philippines needs its own order book exchange. Um, you know, um, it's the next step. I, I mean, most of the Bitcoin uh, companies here outside of Philippines, so there needs, there's, I think the market is ready for that. Um, we actually tried to set up our own order book exchange a couple of years ago, but there's just not enough people interested. Um, we're also building several um, applications, if you can see it on our website. Uh, we have Keza, which is the reason I got on this call. Uh, it's a stock investment app where you can use Bitcoin. Um, we have uh, OIC.ph, where it's like a blockchain-powered identity management for uh, you know know your customer procedures, where People can have like a single identity that they can use in different uh, financial applications, that kind of thing. Hmm. Okay, that's interesting. What kind of uh, applications and how would it be useful? You know, just for I can figure it out. I guess. Yeah, like, just um, tell me, you know, what, what, what like would be useful? Kind of like a universal ID. You know, like um, we don't have this here. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a it's a pain to like just get in get uh, you know a simple bank account to be open because you need to hmm. give so many documents and that kind of thing. So what other areas would you need ID in that are common in the Philippines? Which which uh, 
which areas do you think it will help the most and first? Mostly mostly financial applications or like something that has to do with the government. Um, you know, we're, we're thinking about this uh, KYC thing in conjunction with working with the, with our government as well. So, um, yeah, that's, uh, that's in the works. All right, very good. So uh, what countries are you guys working in? You, it sounds like South Korea, obviously the Philippines. The way our, our, way our business works is anyone can connect to our end if they want to send money to the Philippines. Um, either customers or sometimes businesses or, you know, uh, have uh, settlements that need to be made here, they, they go through us. Um, Canada, I would say uh, we have some. Japan, China, Hong Kong, Singapore, mostly in the region, in the ASEAN region. Okay. Quite a few countries. Excellent. So mm-hmm. what's the best way for uh, interested people to get in touch with you? www.sci.ph. Um, from there, you get... You get to see everything we're doing, um, you know, see who people behind it, um, and, uh, yeah, what we want to do in the Philippines and beyond. Well, very good. Well, Miguel, I appreciate Thank you, thank you. Thank you for having me. The Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Blockchain Super Conference is coming to Dallas, Texas, February 16, 17, and 18 in 2018. If you know of a better way to get the latest insider knowledge about crypto, to hear directly from the top minds in this field, To interact personally with 800 fellow crypto lovers, hodlers, investors, miners, traders, developers, and founders, then I'd like to hear about it. If you don't, then you don't want to miss out. Register today for the Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Blockchain Super Conference. Go to BitcoinSuperConference.com and register today as a super early bird to get the lowest rates on tickets and hotel rooms. That's BitcoinSuperConference.com. You have been listening to Almost Here, Around the Corner Future Technology Podcast with Richard Jacobs. Subscribe to this podcast, post a review, to discover more future technologies that are poised to transform our lives for better or worse, such as Bitcoin, artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more.